and welcome back to Mastering Meatail. We have something special for you in this episode as part of our Shop Talk series, which are special interviews recorded live at Shop Talk 2023 in Las Vegas, brought to you by Essential Digital Commerce. Shop Talk is one of the biggest shows in retail and e-commerce, showcasing innovation in the industry. I'm your host, Emma Irwin, and I am here with Mike Balabanov, VP of Agency Development at Critio. Mike, how has your Shop Talk been so far? Busy. Yes. <laughs> it's an incredible show. The amount of different vendors and solutions and retailers and brands and agencies. Um, I, I think the show is really expanded for being just retail and shop to kind of everything in between that services are growing e-commerce industry and traditional retail industry as well. And then can you tell me a little bit about your role at Critio? Sure. Uh, well, first of all, thank you. For, it's really nice to be here, Emma. It's uh, exciting to chat with you. So as you mentioned, I'm the VP of agency development. My role is to oversee all of our strategies as it comes to agencies, partnerships, as it comes to the retail media and performance marketing space. I've been at Critio about a year and a half now. So Beautiful. And then can you tell me, why is Critio at Shop Talk? Well, <laughs> we really view ourselves as the leader in commerce media. So uh, Shop Talk and commerce, shop kind of go well together. Critio, in it, the heart of what we do is a combination of both the leader in e-commerce marketing, so performance marketing for D2C brands, and also e-retail marketing, which is retail media, quotation marks. And really, we are in the center of both those trends and both of those client sets. So for us being here, we are meeting with agencies, with brands, with retailers, with partners to really be at the center of this commerce ecosystem and be at the heart of the co connection between a retailer a brand, an agency, and any of the other partners that might be around. Amazing. So we're talking today, we're going to cover a little bit about performance versus brand-driven commerce, how those tie into the evolution of the sponsor product over to open web campaigns, and then measuring all of the above. But I'd love to start with what I'm assuming is a hefty task of trying to think about media planning and in your experience talking performance versus brand-driven commerce. Can you help me understand what all of those words mean? Do we have two hours? No. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I think at, at the end of the day, my background is not in performance. My background is in brand. I've been spending 14 years in digital media across a number of different facets and segments from publishers to magazine publishers to original OGs of ad digital advertising technology. And I think it's an interesting space where we're at today. At the end of the day, marketers are caring more and more about performance and performance being better acquisition goals, selling more products, acquiring customers, retaining customers. And Critio has been in the background of driving performance since its founding, right? Critio's founding has been on performance. And when we think about the media landscape today, there's definitely a lot of conversation about how branding and upper funnel media is impacting performance. When you look at a CPG brand, for instance, and a brand that's been intermediated from a sales, right? Most of the sales that happen on, uh, for CPG brands happen in store or online, not through their own channels. With retail media and what we're doing today, we are giving those brands an opportunity to really understand how their marketing is actually working to drive sales and drive performance. So while we are thinking about media from a CTV perspective, from an online video perspective, from a TV perspective, kind of any channel you can think about, our goal is to try to drive that back to a performance as much as possible, while a performance meeting a sale, whether that's meeting a new customer acquisition, whether that's meeting a sale on their D2C property. So I think there's a convergence happening between everything in marketing needs to be about performance. And I think retail media, commerce media, really drives to that heart of saying, how do I take all the media I'm doing today, 
right? And how do I actually tie that back to actual performance of sale? And I'd love for you to, we'll talk more about commerce media, but can you bring it back to like the sponsored product level? Because I think some people in a very elementary kind of mindset, retail media, you tie to the sponsored products. So can you tell me about that evolution? Absolutely. So sponsored products at the core of retail media today. If you look at every single retailer where they need to start, most of the time is going to be sponsored products. So sponsored products, just for everybody who's listening, is I'm on a retailer website. I'm on Target, who we power their sponsored product experience. I'm searching for a product set. I get a list of results back from the search, and you see a little box that says sponsored, right? Love so it. <laughs> those are sponsored products that are based by brands purchasing media on retailer site to be able to get closer to a consumer. So sponsored products are great for both brands who are new to the space, who need to attract a new audience, so up-and-comers into spaces that might be tough for them to be in an organic environment, or it could be for brands who really want to solidify their market position, really drive new consumers for different sites of products. And uh, it's really the cornerstone of every retail media program today. Obviously, most people would know this about Amazon. If you go on Amazon, you can probably find a organic listing <laughs> to search for. <laughs> it's a good game. Yeah, it is. But retailers in general, I think that's a great place to start. Now, as you go forward, right, from a sponsor product perspective, that's where you go into more upper funnel and mid funnel activity to really drive consideration. But at the heart of everything we want to do is to make sure that when people drive back to retail, when they're searching for a product, that their ads are there to be there and not their competitors. The worst thing that could happen is a brand spending millions of dollars on upper funnel activity to drive to a retail, and then the consumer goes there, searches for their product, and boom, their competitors there. Like that, you know, at the end of the day, I think that is a very real possibility, and we want to make sure that that doesn't happen to any of the brands that we work with today. Amazing. And then, can you tell me a little bit more about? I hear a lot and you see a lot about open web campaigns from Critia. What does that mean? Is that the same as upper funnel advertising? Is that, what is the open web? <laughs> it's a scary place. No, um, <laughs> the open web is media that's being bought across the open ecosystem of the web. So that's all the websites that you visit, news websites, fashion websites, any site that you visit outside of retail is the open web aspect. So Critio. From, a, from our standalone being an independent ad tech company, we believe in the power of the open web. We believe that most time is spent on the open web. And what we really want to do is take the activity that's currently being there, whether that's upper funnel activity or could be lower funnel, mid funnel activity through a display, a video ad, an audio ad, wherever you might be, and really make sure that it drives back to the retailer and you can attribute the sale or attribute that ad exposure to uh, how the brand is performing on that retail, whether it's a sale, new customer, whatever it might be. And I think I'm pulling this from Critio's website, as we everyone already knows that I love Critio's website. That's a common theme of mastering retail. But something that really helped me understand was like this flow chart of the media ecosystem that had the media buyers, consumers, and marketers. Can you tell me a little bit about those three different entities, like what they're looking for and how they all work together? Yeah, at, at the end of the day, I think media buyers uh, want an easy way to buy media across a number of different facets to be able to drive for their marketing goals, right? Consumers want an easy experience to find what they're looking for out in the ecosystem and to be broad inspiration of products and services that might be interesting to them. The third one? Consumers. Consume. Media buyers. Media buyers. Marketers. Marketers. <laughs> the most important one. That's what we're all talking to. On the marketer side, marketers really want to understand how best effectively to run their campaigns to be able to achieve their marketing goals, right? Especially at times when there's economic macro pressures and 
other issues that are happening in the marketing landscape, how do we make sure that they get the most results for the money that they have allocated to a specific channel or a specific place? Boom. Love it. Thank you for breaking that down for us. And then what I'd love to talk about next is Upper Funnel's a theme here. Tell me about Commerce Max. And we last talked when we talked to Elena, she kind of said, you know, someone else might come down the road and talk a little bit more about Commerce Max. So I'm going to throw it to you. Thank you very much, Emma. I'm very excited to talk about Commerce Max. I think it is a game changer in the landscape from a non-biased opinion. Of course. <laughs> when you look today across the landscape of media, there's a lot of point solutions that do one thing. So there's sponsored product vendors, there's a lot of demand side platforms to buy your upper funnel media, mid funnel media. But at the end of the day, there's not one platform today that can capture all the facets of a marketing campaign that comes to retail media in a easy to use platform that you can execute and measure those campaigns. So let me just bring it back to the listeners in terms of what this actually means. I'm a brand today. I'm running sponsored products, as we already talked about, the cornerstone of any retail media program. I see how my ads perform. I see that somebody clicked on an ad or viewed an ad, purchased a product. I'm able to see that return on ad spend in real time. Today, if I'm with most retailers or most places, if I want to run a display campaign, I have to go to the retailer. I have to sign an insertion order. I have to run that campaign. And it doesn't really tie back to the media that I'm running on search. Same thing for offsite. Today, you could probably run a, in a retailer on a, another demand side platform to be running audience activation of that retailer to drive back to the store and to be able to see how that app performs in that one tactic. What Commerce Max really does is bridges the gap across all three and every tactic that you're trying to work on to be able to not just execute, but also see the results across all tactics. So in that same scenario, I'm now a brand and I can understand how my upper funnel or mid funnel activity that's driving in the open web affects the search on site to be able to see how the user interacts in order to drive the sale. We believe at Critio that this is truly a game changer to be able to help marketers easier interact with retail media and to for consumers to be able to also see advertising, drive to sale and be beneficial and for the retailer as well. And then this is dumb question on my end, but is Commerce Max a DSP? Is that an oversimplification? I think Commerce Max is it is its heart is a platform that started with the retail media platform, which Elena talked to you about in the last episode. And really the addition of the additional feature set of driving on-site media for retail, and then also the capabilities of a demand-side platform for off-site media activation. Got it. Thank you for that. And listening to all of this, I can just imagine brands wanting to be able to measure all of this activity. Can you tell me a little bit? That's a loaded question, I know. But how? Do, what should you be looking for in your measurement? And then how does Cardio help with measurement and visualization of that? Absolutely. So I think first and foremost, it comes down to having flexible attribution windows. I think that's a very key part of any campaign. Critio from the outset really created the retail media platform to be flexible in how a marketer wants to activate and understand their attribution windows. That's a key part of any campaign. Uh, and obviously that comes down to what the product is, what the category is. Your attribution window for a TV will be different than your attribution window for a refrigerator, than your attribution window for a pair of socks. And I think it's very important to have flexibility built into the platform and that's at the heart of what we uh, built from the start. I think the other part of measurement comes from, especially on the retailers that we work with across 170 plus global retailers, a lot of them have brick and mortar locations, obviously, and people are shopping again back in, in store after the e-commerce boom of the pandemic. 
how do we bring that data in terms of how your campaigns and advertising actually drives offline sales in store? We're very much thinking through across with our retailer partners about how best to bring that data on. And what does that mean for attribution? What does that mean for everything that you're doing? Because at the end of the day, we are trying to bring through the measurement for your campaigns, no matter where the user converts and bring that measurement and ability for the marketer to really understand how their campaigns are performing, whether you're buying it online, whether you're adding it to your cart, whether you're going to the store, whether you buy it a month later online or in store again. Love it. I think because we have time, I'm going to ask you about the acquisition of Brand Crush. And what does this mean for Credio? What's next? Absolutely. We are very excited. So just going back to what I was saying earlier around our idea of really making things easier for marketers to action on retail media today across our retailer partner set. Brand Crush really brings that idea of offline in-store activation, which is still a cornerstone of a lot of retailers, from end caps to screens to even the decals on the floor. That world today is very much still driven by paper. It's uh, signing IOs and signing paper and sending materials. Brand Crush looks to automate that with the help of really creating a storefront for retailers to be able to put all of their available inventory of end caps, promotional uh, spaces, and be able to schedule, buy, and measure those in a very systematic and easy fashion. It really falls into our strategy of thinking about offsite, onsite display, sponsor products. And this just adds an additional layer of helping marketers and retailers better monetize and better bring those consumer experiences to life in a more technical forward way. Amazing. Okay. I have two questions to wrap it up with. I ask everyone what the last thing they purchased online was, but I'm going to make it relevant to Critio. Say you have to pick from one of your retailer partners, the last thing you purchased from one of them. It can be any of those 170 plus. One of them. Uh, one of them. It's probably, it's a, it's a tough question. I think it probably had to be some swimwear for my kids at Costco online. Amazing. It's uh, We just went to Disney World, so it was an exciting, nice. exci- exciting trip. We love all our retailers. I shop across Ship, Target, Costco, Best Buy, Macy's, and the 163 other ones that are available in the region. <laughs> Incredible. Okay, the last last question I have for you is any secret tips for being in Las Vegas, as you heard me complaining about being in a simulation downstairs. <laughs> any secret tips you got? Uh, there's, I would say, two things. First, get some air. <laughs> Be able to walk outside <laughs> and get some, some air. air. Yeah. That's, that's a good idea. Uh, but the other one is there's... A lot of really cool spots. I was there here with my wife earlier uh, before the conference, and we went to a jazz speakeasy behind a donut shop at the Aria, you know? So try to find the places outside of the normal touristy spots. And the other part is everyone's really nice. The chattiest Uber drivers, I think, out of any any city I've been to. So Incredible. Yes. Everyone I've like been online with wants to talk to me. And, you know, New Yorker, I'm like, no, but <laughs> I'm trying to... Hold conversation with everyone that comes up to me. That wraps up this episode of Mastering Retail from our Shop Talk series live from Las Vegas. Thank you again to Mike Balabanov and Critio, and be sure to share this episode if you enjoyed it. See you next time. <laughs>